Five seconds left to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out, Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to. They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. I get out of hand. Just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the West right tight. That's left. 372 Y sticks. He's The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. Yo! <laughs> What's happening, peoples? What was it Conan used to say on the late night show? Stay cool, my babies. <laughs> oh, that's about as close as I'll ever get to doing a Conan impression. Just want to say hey to everybody out there in... Uh, as former Governor Haley Barber used to say, Mississippi. Now, doggone it, can't we pronounce both sets of double S's? What's so hard about that? <laughs> it's not Mississippi. It is Mississippi. Okay. All right. So what's up, Mississippi? I'm Matt. I'm in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau. Go! With the home team. Hey, Roger. Hey, hey. Are you breathing hard? You come running, running in there on two wheels? Came in here hot. No, I'm doing, <laughs> made it in the nick of time. Yeah, baby. Thought I was going to have to let you have Ben for a minute. Well, that's okay. Ben turned on the, the he put the headset on just in. T- I was listening to something, some commercial, and just in time to hear me respond to it out in the background, I yelled, "So what?" And Ben was like, "Wait, wait, 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 what? What's going on? What's going on?" <laughs> yeah, so I talked to Ben for a minute. Beaver to you. Uh, been to us. I noticed that the show that is on before this one, they got a text that says Matt Wyatt should trademark the word go. And in all caps, go. And so I put Monopoly on. Monopoly already has that, I think. Who does? Monopoly. <laughs> well, no, do they? I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's true. You cannot pass go. You cannot collect $200. Yeah, go is a big part of it. Yeah, I could scare the trademark it anyway. I could scare the people playing the game with me if every time somebody passed it, I went go. <laughs> Couldn't I? All right. So the reason I say that is because I always remind you to go with the home team at Farm Bureau. Farm Bureau Insurance. Check them out. Hey, y'all, follow them on Twitter if you don't already. Let me make sure I give you the right um, handle here. It's Farm Bureau MS on Twitter. You'll see when you click it, it's the Mississippi Farm Bureau Casualty Insurance Company. New Twitter account for uh, the home team. So check them out. Y'all follow them on Twitter at Farm Bureau MS. Got it? Good. You can be a part of the show. Going to tell you how to do that in just a bit. But right now, I'm just feeling good. I got buttons and I want to press them. Because I'm mass communicating. We ain't one at a time in here. We're mass communicating. Oh, yes. That's a powerful new force. Mm-hmm. Shake a leg, Junior. Shake a leg, Junior. Now, he pronounced it Mississippi. He does say Mississippi. 
Of course he does. This is Hollywood. You I know? always thought all the S's in Mississippi were kind of appropriate, you know, considering the the circuitous route that it takes. Right. Yeah. yeah. So did you you mean circuitous? <laughs> I can't right get right nothing by you, man. <laughs> how dare well, you tell me how to court the electorate? You don't tell your pappy how to court the electorate. That's great. What great lines in this movie. Ain't making no record, you dumb cracker. I'm not here to make a record, you dumb cracker. <laughs> it just cracks me up. I just love here the it. way he talks. That, I that, do that too. Guy, he can say any. Read the phone book. Re- uh, no doubt. He is so good. Here's when he pardoned the... Well, uh, great character actors of our time. Oh, it's just fantastic. This is when he pardoned the soggy bottom boys. Is my esteemed opponent in the upcoming Homer Stokes. Yeah, well, there ain't no Taste. Boo! Sounded to me like he was harboring some kind of hateful grudge against the soggy bottom boys on account of their rough and rowdy past. Homer Stokes the kind of fella wants to cast the first stone. Hey, well, come on. I'm a new folks. I'm a forgive and forget Christian. And I say, if their rambunctiousness and misdemeanor is behind them, <laughs> it is, ain't it, boys? <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes. Well, then I say, by the power vested in me, these boys is hereby pardoned. Hey! All right. He done messed around and pardoned the soggy bottom boys in the courthouse in Canton. Or no, they filmed that part of the movie in Vicksburg. I think we already established that. Let's see. Uh, I have another button here that I want to get to because we didn't get to it yesterday. Hey, Loyal listener. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. You better hold your ears. Let me get let me build up to this. Loyal listener, one hundred grand, had a request yesterday on the show. We didn't make it happen. We were too busy courting the electorate. <laughs> and we missed it. And we talked about it after the show and snapped our fingers and said, doggone it, we missed it. And so this is for you, one hundred grand. I give everybody fair warning. Roll down your windows and turn it up. 211 for the JSU Sonic Boom. Come on! Turn it up. <laughs> and rip the knob off. Hey, Roger, my wife, the homecoming queen, is here at the office today. She hears me. She thinks I'm crazy. (laughs) She knows you're crazy. (laughs) Talking outside of your neck. Because all she can hear is me. She can't hear the music. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Call me on the Divini phone, Divini Equipment in Madison and in Jackson, your Kubota dealer, 995-1059. It's a 601 number, 995-1059. Dial the number and let her rip. Tater chip! Come 
Big finish. Whew, gracious <laughs> alive. Can you imagine? Roger. Can, you got to uh, set the picture, though. They're, they're not just playing that hard. They're moving back and forth. Their, their, their cardio conditioning has got to be rivaling any of the athletic teams. Oh, my over there. gosh. Look, if you watch the, uh, the drum majors, the, the things that they do, you just you can't do it unless you're like a high class athlete. And if I tried to do what the uh, Tiger dancers did, I would have to be in traction immediately afterwards. <laughs> not the Jace sets you're not talking about. Yeah, I just imagine you doing their moves. Hey, in, my... in those outfits. <laughs> Yeah, be, people are running off the road now. Hey, I'll do that for a promotion if that's and what it takes. Get the I'll money try. Right. Yeah. Can you imagine sitting next to that band? Can uh-huh. you or in front of them while they play that at that volume? Can you even imagine, Roger? This is a true story. I, I'm about to just lay this on you. I just got a text on my iPhone 8 Plus from C Spire. From my wife, the homecoming queen, who is in the next room. And you know what it says? <laughs> What's it say? It says, how many times can you yell and say, Dad Gummit? Jeez. <laughs> she has to hear the entire composition. Maybe you could let her in on the podcast later. Hey, I got one thing to say to her, and I don't necessarily have to say it myself. How dare she tell me how to court? You don't tell your pappy how to court the electorate. <laughs> you don't tell your pappy how to court the electorate. Alright, let's see what it says on the text line. Look at Eric's text there. Eric. Please don't play the LSU version of Nick. Why well, is got me curious. Well, he does me too. What is it? Do they do something well, profane? I mean, it is LSU. <laughs> right? I doubt they would do it quite like a sonic boom. Well, they don't. Nobody does. So, one hundred grand is listening. He says, "I know this is." Well, it said, "I know this is not you," but yesterday you forgot the hundred grand request, and I look, I didn't forget because we remembered before you could text me about it today. One hundred grand. So <laughs> I texted you yesterday afternoon. Yeah, Roger did text me yesterday after the show and said we missed it. I said, "Dang." Yeah. <laughs> What's that line? Yeah, Bama and Madison with the text that this is a line from that movie. Isn't it? Isn't it a line from the movie? Is you is or is you isn't one of my constituents? It sounds like it could have been. (laughs) But what was that old song? Is you is or is you ain't my baby? Yeah. So I don't know if that's a take on that song or if that's actually a line in the movie. I should know, but but I don't know. Um, Fluffy, am I supposed to read this on the air? I guess I can. Okay, I'm going to read it on the air. Fluffy sent a text to the text line at 885-ESPN. If you need the number, it's 885-3776. But it's 601 number 885-ESPN. Pretty long and more. A message to Matt. Okay. You brought up the comment about your opening. Go! But I would like to tell you a bit about my favorite phrase of yours, your farewell, see ya. Fluffy Bottom says, in the mid-80s, my brother started saying that for whatever reason, sometimes with a wouldn't want to be ya" added for effect. It was a trademark of his. 
<clears throat> see you, wouldn't want to be you. This January, Fluffy says, my brother, Tony, took his life. We didn't share much, ideologies, outlooks, or even fathers. Two things we did share. A bedroom for 12 years and a pervasive love of sports. And every time I hear you say that, I smile a little inside as I imagine hearing my brother tell me goodbye in only the way that he can. Thanks for your time. Love the show. Fluffy, text of the day, brother. Thank you so much for that. We go through all kinds of stuff, don't we? And sometimes it can be the, the smallest things that will just open up this window to memories and feelings and emotions that you didn't even know still existed. And so I really do hope that's a good thing for you. And you say it is, and so I, I hope it is, Fluffy. Sometimes it can be the smallest things. Songs you used to listen to when you were a kid that take you back. Yeah. I think I shared this with you a while back. I mean, I, when I say a while back, I mean like, I don't know, a couple months ago. We were talking baseball. Something about baseball came up. And... uh I brought up what it was like, you know, as a kid. I, as a kid, I wasn't really all that interested in football. Not until much later in life. Which is really weird growing up in Alabama to be a kid that's not all that interested in football. <laughs> I mean, I had appreciation for it and all that was cool. But all I could think about from the time, you know, I can remember until, you know, I was on up there 12, 13 years old. So for the first 13 years of my life, sports to me was the Atlanta Braves. I wanted to be a baseball player. My dad had been one. I wanted to be one. The Braves were it. So when I hear this old Braves intro from TBS. Back goes Nixon to the wall. He caught it. Unbelievable. Kiss this one goodbye. So when I hear that, the old intro on TBS, man, I can just listen to it and I can close my eyes and I can see um, the living room of our house in Russellville, Alabama. The chair I'm sitting in, the, the recliner my dad's sitting in, the television, exactly how it looked, the lighting in the room from this lamp that we owned, it seemed like for my entire life, this old raggedy lamp that sat in a corner. I can see my mother in the kitchen uh, fixing dinner, maybe on a, I don't know, Thursday or Friday night. I can smell it. I can name the meals. I can smell them <laughs> that she would make so often. Country fried. Spam again? Yeah, not spam. Country fried steak, oh, no. English peas, rice and gravy, that kind of stuff. She'd make chicken, fried chicken a lot of times. I can smell it. And I can feel... As we would watch those Braves playoff games during that era, because they were good, I can feel what it was like. Mom would open the window. Every window in the house was open. Because finally you'd get that little cool snap, late September maybe, maybe earlier. Braves in the playoffs. And open those windows up, every one of them. Curtains flapping in the breeze. You open the front windows and the back ones and the back door and just let the air come right on through. I can see it, feel it, smell it. It's funny how some little things can just 
all of a sudden send you into sensory overload like you're going back in this virtual time machine, sort of. So, Fluffy, I can I can uh, empathize uh, on, on what it's like to have something that kind of sends you back. White Denzel on the text line says, that is a line from, oh, brother, where art thou? Is you is it. or is you isn't? You got it? Let me hear it. Yeah, here we go. They're about to run him out on the rail. Uh huh. No, it's home Come on, I'm a friend of the <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Threw him out He's, the front doors. Was like, he the favorite of the middleman? <laughs> is that what they said? Yeah. He was the favorite of the middleman. That's great. Yeah, they picked him up, ran him out the back, and threw him out, didn't they? Um, that building, they filmed it right there in downtown Vicksburg. As many times I've been there and I have not gone to that building, I've got to go see it. Scott on the text line, 885-ESPN, says, Sad thing about Jackson State, after the sonic boom plays, all the fans leave and go back to tailgating. <laughs> so that is a thing. Now, I haven't seen it for myself, but I've had others tell me. Because, you know, Roger, we had on this show back a month ago or so the statistic that last year in 2018, yeah. Jackson State led all FCS schools in attendance. Average attendance, Jackson State in the FCS, number one in attendance. But somebody said, yeah, the thing is, though, that's in the first half. <laughs> because after the Sonic Boom plays at halftime, they empty out. I haven't seen it. I can't attest to it myself. I would love to see it one way or the other. Problem is I'm that's, working. It's like, you know, like the opening act. We've got them warmed up now. You've got to get out of here and do your thing. Play. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, that's right. Now play. What it's like, though, as a, a football player to come out from halftime and everybody's left, <laughs> whether you're ahead or not, you know? I think that's a slight exaggeration, but... Uh, I'm sure it is, yeah. yeah. As are most things, you know. If the weather conditions are kind of adverse, though, that probably is more true. Mm. Hey, listen, um, I was thinking yesterday, I, it did not cross my mind yet, but with this heat wave that we are in right now, as hot as it is right now, it dawned on me how lucky, maybe, these state fans are and are going to be that they're playing inside the New Orleans Superdome in the first week. It's an indoor game. Now, it is in New Orleans. And um, as I understand it, Roger, they have some big thing going on in New Orleans that same weekend called Decadence. Have you heard of that? <laughs> have you heard of it? Yeah, you stay on your end of uh, Bourbon Street if you go down there. Well, see, I'm not going to Bourbon Street. Yeah. You'll see some things you can't unsee down there. (laughs) You know, I'm not a huge fan of New Orleans. It ain't my kind of place. A lot of people love it. I got family members who love it. Not my kind of place. I'll either travel with the team to stay in my hotel room, eat in a hotel, or maybe just drive down there late. I don't know. The game's at 11 a.m., though. It is one way to beat the heat. Can you imagine how hot it's going to be out there? There will be no tailgating going on in New Orleans in late August for an 11 a.m. game. Forget tailgating. Forget it. Nope. <laughs> there, ain't enough, there ain't enough ice and fans in the world for that. Fluffy, wait, 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 wait. Before I get to that one, 
Somebody texted and said that the old Chicago Bulls intro was the best. Fantastic. If you were a fan of Michael Jordan's Bulls teams, you know what I'm talking about. You can hear it in your head. I don't know. It has a name. The little synthesizer intro, and then they would turn the lights off and introduce the players. Ah, uh, yes. Fantastic. Iconic. Because of how good they were and because of Michael Jordan. Again, you got to be of a certain age to kind of remember it. Means of a certain age means old. Okay, let me translate that for you. Um, was that the one that was the uh, Alan Parsons project? That's it, bingo! You've hit it. You hit it. That was a good. They were a good band. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah. my gosh! Makes a hair on the back of my neck stand up. I've seen that intro. They turn the lights off there in Chicago. Start waving the. Spotlights around. Yeah. Starting at guard for your Chicago Bulls. <laughs> Number 23, Michael Jordan. And everybody go absolutely berserk. Let's go to break with this. Just keep on. Just 40 seconds. It doesn't get any better than that, Mr. Roger. We are in Mr. Roger's neighborhood and enjoying it. Scotty Pippen. Horace Grant, y'all stick around. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show. You ever had back trouble? I don't mean just every now and then you get a little ache or a pain in your back. I'm talking about debilitating back problems. Getting locked up. Can't walk. Can't go to work. Can't stand up straight. I used to be very skeptical when people would, you know, miss work because of that. Until one day I was shaving and it happened to me. Shaving? I was leaning over, you know, shaving, and then I, I couldn't, I couldn't straighten back up. And I said, "They weren't lying. They weren't lying. It's the real deal, man." Yeah, a lot of people have been through it. I've been through it. Still, kind of going through it. And now, you're one of your favorite coaches is going through it, missing practice. Even I'll tell you who it is. I'm Matt. I'm in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team at Farm Bureau. Staying connected to you around the clock because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi, C Spire, customer inspired. A minute ago, uh, Roger, somebody had bad timing. They were trying to call, but they called right at the end of the previous part of the show. So the commercials were started and they hung up. So if you're listening, whoever you are, it might have been Chicken Hawk. We cannot confirm nor deny. But whoever you are, you can call us back. Got the phone line wide open to you now, the Divinity Equipment. Phone, 995-1059. Got it? That's the number. It's a 601 area code, so you punch that in first. Type that in first, and then 995-1059. 
and that'll get you in on the show if you didn't already know. Hey, and speaking of Divinity, just real quick, like I told you yesterday, I know it's hot as all blazes, feels like summer is summer, middle of August, but look, hunting season going to be here before you know it, just right around the corner, and they have a new Kubota sidekick in on the lot just in time for hunting season. It's a 40-mile-per-hour model. Who needs a gun? Just run them down. Lasso those <laughs> white-tailed. 40-mile-per-hour utility vehicle. How fast can a white-tailed deer run? 40? Problem is they can turn, you know, on a dime. Jump. You try to do that in a Kubota, you'll throw Grandpa out, and he'll go rolling down the hill. <laughs> not good. Nope. Especially not while he's clutching a thirty out six. Rewriting that old Christmas tune. Grandpa got run over by a Kubota. <laughs> It'd be great. Going deer hunting one afternoon. <laughs> Forty mile per hour utility vehicle. Prices starting at eleven thousand four ninety five. Payments as low as two oh seven a month. Call them for details. They have tractor packages as well. I'll tell you more about Davini coming up. So, all right. So the back trouble. Hugh Freeze at Liberty is not able to attend practice because of back issues. First-year head coach Hugh Freeze at Liberty is away from the team while undergoing treatment for severe back spasms. He's 49 years old, unable to attend training camp practices since Sunday. Trying to return as soon as possible, as soon as the spasms go away. They practice well, I remember, I, Monday. I remember when he was at Ole Miss there. You know, he often had to have massage therapy. Well, what, what happened? I'm sorry about that. Well. I don't know well, what happened there. Well, somebody. In fact, it's a guy I go to church with who put on Twitter when he saw that story. He said, I'm sure he could go get, and he put dot, dot, dot. And he went, ah, just forget it. <laughs> in don't, other don't words. out to Florida. Yeah, in other words, it's just the joke's too easy right there. And yeah, But think about that. It's pretty unusual for anything like that to keep a football coach from being at practice. They are the Liberty Flames. Roger, do you find it odd or ironic that Liberty, a isn't that the Jerry Falwell School? Yeah, yeah, founded by you know it's a Jerry Falwell. Right, it's a faith-based institution. What? Yeah, Baptist. Baptist. Yeah, I would say, yeah, very And much. they named themselves the Flames. You don't see the irony in that? Well, I'm sure there's some biblical analogy. Flames aren't always bad. and Yeah. I thought you were going to go with, don't you find it ironic that, you know, they hired, you know, considering oh. what happened. Oh, no, I'm just in their name. Yeah. I mean, a bunch of Baptists. <laughs> and let's be honest, you know, we we're, we Baptists are known for Back in the day, the fire and the brimstone preaching. Right? I mean, if you go to your Baptist oh, yeah. church, um, hell is not just something that's thrown out there. It's a real thing. Right? <laughs> the lake of fire. You know, we're going to have a Baptist university and name our teams the Flames. Now, you have to see the irony in that. Anyway, I just thought I'd mention it. Here it is. Okay, uh, so Hugh Freeze, he can't go to practice back problems. This past weekend, I was talking to a relative of ours who he 
His name's Chad Armstrong. His dad, Crowell Armstrong, played for Ole Miss back in the day. He was a really good football player. But anyway, Chad went through, he's a cousin by marriage, went through a terrible, terrible month-long issue, back issue. He couldn't get rid of He could not stand up. It eventually got him to the point he couldn't even really walk. And nothing worked. He was just in terrible shape. And then ultimately what worked for him is one of these machines, Roger, where you just hang upside down like a bat. Oh, yeah. You seen those? I had one. Did it work for you? Yeah, I like I mean, it does really decompresses, you know. Okay. It's not a miracle cure or anything. He said that he was so bad off, he was missing work, he couldn't even really walk around, couldn't get up, couldn't stand up straight. I've been there. And then he said he hung on that thing for a week and felt like a new man. You're hanging on it upside down. His advice was for me to use his and see if it helps me before going out and buying one. He said, because if you buy one, you need to buy a good one. And there was yeah. like, a, it's a teeter-totter brand or something that you can get at one of the big box sporting goods stores. He said, don't fool with the little ones or whatever. Yeah. So I'm going to get this thing and try it. It Well, it uses your own body weight to kind of gently uh, reverse what gravity is doing all day. Yeah. And you're only, you're only, only like 10, 15 minutes. You can't really stay on it that mm. long. It's mm. not recommended. You wouldn't want to hang up there and sleep all night long, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you can. I think you, you might have some... Uh, some health problems. You'd, you'd feel something cold on your shoulder, look up, and it's the floor sort of thing. Is that him? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Hog Jowl on the text line says, Fluffy's text was dead on. Words matter and can have a positive or a negative connotation. It's important to try and be positive to other people. And then he told me that I do a pretty good job of that, and I appreciate that, Hog Jowl. I try and I fail a lot, but I also do try. Unnamed texter, I'm from Vicksburg. And in the baptism scene of, oh, brother, where art thou? It says, someone asked, what's the boats around the lake with a guy and the guns in them? I said, it's because of Alligator Lake. I, I don't remember that scene. Are we talking about a different movie? Are talking about Rambo? <laughs> yeah, we were all on top of the Alan Parsons project in the intro for the Bulls, which was just great to hear it. All right, here's an answer. White Denzel on the text line says an adult white-tailed deer can run a maximum of 30 miles per hour. So, the new Kubota vehicle from Divini in Madison and Jackson, the new Kubota utility, it's a sidekick, goes 40 miles per hour. And I said to heck with hunting them, just lasso those suckers. So if you can get them out on the open, <laughs> clear territory... What if you had two sidekicks from Kubota running alongside but a deer? They, they, you know, get on either side of a deer running full speed. A deer can go 30. You can go 40. What's he going to do? What's that deer going to do? Or she? Pivot and do a 180 uh, probably. Right. In midair. Or just cut left and jump over one. Yeah. You know, watching a white-tailed deer stand flat-footed and jump over a four-and-a-half-foot fence, five-foot fence, just go right over it is so impressive. He and really it tastes is. Good. Hey, and look, Fluffy's right. On the text line, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had no problem with the flames. Nor did Daniel. Didn't they throw Daniel in there also? Yeah. Good point. All right, rolling along with you, we'll talk Mississippi State football next with Paul Jones. Stick around.
Back on the show. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go! With the home team. If you follow me on Twitter, you're going to know this. You should, anyway. You should follow me on Twitter if you don't already. I'm Radio Wyatt on Twitter. Send it out. We're set to talk to PJ247Sports on Twitter. Well, who would that be? I mean, Paul Jones? Yeah, that's who it is. Good old Paul. Paul Jones from 247Sports and Gene's page. I've known Paul for a long time. He's on the um, Divini phone right now. Hey, Paul. How long have hey, I man. I'm trying to think how long I've known you. When did you start covering Mississippi State? Well, man, I was working in media relations when you were playing. I know. That's so what I'm saying. Been... I, I knew you were there. I just didn't know if you were there. I, you know, I went to school in 95. Were you already there in 95? Yeah. Yeah, I was. Uh, I've been there then. I was about on my way out of media relations and into the real world. I was a student assistant back then in media relations, and I was about to venture out to real life about that time. Yeah. You like it, real life, so far? <laughs> I like it better in school. <laughs> Me too. We can agree on I'm that. Not those, I'm not one of those people that says, man, I wish I was still in school where it was easy. I'm glad I'm in the real life. It's easier to me than school was. Yeah. Well, and if you want, you know, the thing about school is you're locked in there, basically. You know, you can't leave, especially when you're younger. And I spend most of my time exactly. staring out the window thinking about fishing. And now, if I want to be totally irresponsible and drop what I'm doing and go fishing, I can just do it. Because <laughs> exactly. I'm the boss. All right, Paul's on your radio. Um, I, I, I'm not going to throw the uh, the obligatory quarterback question at you first, Paul. Um, I want to start on the other side of the ball real quick. Last time I okay. talked to you was probably – you know, a week, week and a half ago, practice had just started, and we finished up talking about defensive tackles at State. After more practices and more talks, another week of practice, how do you feel? How do you feel now? Still the same? You still feel okay? Or are you thinking that there's a lack of depth at defensive tackle for State? Man, I, I think it's still – you know, I was encouraged yesterday watching um, Kendall Jones, and I know he hasn't played much at State, but – you know, he's still wearing that yellow jersey, Matt, but he was doing a lot of physical stuff in practice, and he was doing a lot of punching and driving and that normal individual stuff that we get to see. So, man, you had him back to the rotation. Obviously, that helps with depth, but it, it's pretty much the same as what we talked before, Matt. Those guys just have to get, get their noses bloodied a little bit in the SEC. I mean, there's talent there, but it's all about experience, and, you know, luckily the – the schedule shapes up for them to, to get that kind of experience before really, you know, biting into the teeth of that schedule with SEC West when October rolls around. But, you know, to me, that's going to be the number one key because, you know, we, we know that Jake Promedy and Fabian Lovett and those guys have talent. But uh, as you know well, it's a whole different ball game once those lights come on and it's real. And uh, it, it gets real for them here in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it certainly does. Different when the lights come on. And Paul, I just, I'm not going into the season poor mouthing it or anything. It's just, I'm concerned about it because I don't know how you can predict or even count on what it's going to be like 
for those guys, Kendall Jones, even though he's upper class, but those younger guys, Lovett and Crumity and those guys, going through a 12-game season, the week-in, week-out grind of that line of scrimmage, I don't know, it just kind of worries me, all the inexperience. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, and it's also a topic because I think for the most part, people feel good about stage front, front line starters at linebacker and uh, front line starters in the secondary and even some depth guys in the secondary make you feel pretty good about it. But, you know, I think we touched on this before, Matt. The key thing is finding guys that can be productive on first and second down. Mm -hmm. Because you know Bob Shoup's going to have some stuff on third down. Right. You know, whether that's putting Chauncey Rivers inside or Marquise inside, uh, blitzing uh, an extra defensive back to help out, or, or, you know, he's going to move things around on third down. So I don't think that lack of experience will be as big of a factor on third down as it will on first and second downs. And, of course, that's important because how you do on first and second down usually dictates what your third down situation look like. So, um, you know, it, that first game is going to be very interesting. I'm, I'm anxious to see who they roll out there and who's in the steady rotation because i got a feeling James Jackson's going to factor into that based off the reports we've heard from camp and what coaches have said and talking about the need for his experience over there since he has played defensive line before. And, man, you'd love for them to get out and love eligible, too, yeah. this year just to add another body in there. But, you know, they're probably – I wouldn't put the blame on the recruiting staff because there weren't – there just were not many SEC-type JUCO defensive tackles. But, boy, you'd love to have the defensive tackle they've got committed this year from the JUCO ranks on campus already and be a year ahead of that. But mm-hmm. yep. it is what it is. And, uh, you know, like you said, it's not it's not because of lack of talent. It's just that lack of experience. And, you know, sometimes we undervalue experience a lot in the media and fans, but that is a huge factor in this. You see, you want older guys. Especially on that line of scrimmage, no doubt about it. Paul Jones exactly. on your radio. Y'all follow Paul, if you don't already, at PJ. 247 Sports. Give him a follow. Paul, um, what do we do right now with these rumors that seem to be popping up, you know, all over social media and stuff about possible suspensions? And I say rumors, and I really want to emphasize that because, you know, I haven't heard anything official or that would, you know, make it even sound official. Yet, it just seems to be a rumor that's just taken off about some guys going to miss games and that kind of stuff for State. What do we do with that? I mean, that's the kicker. You said it, official. Yeah. I mean, we're going to hear rumors every training camp. And the, and the key thing is getting somebody to confirm it. And in my years in the business, Matt, I mean, you got to ask those questions eventually. Mm-hmm. But I really don't think we'll hear anything officially until that Monday of game week. Okay, and that's usually when that stuff comes out. I mean, we were we were all blindsided last year by Nick Fitzgerald's suspension. I mean, mm-hmm. we didn't hear a single single mention of that in the off season, and obviously the rumors are very loud with suspensions this off season, and and it goes back to the spring when we first started hearing them. But you know, you rarely hear any stuff like that come out officially at this point of training camp. Right now, obviously, we're what. 16, 17 days away from the opener, mm-hmm. a couple weeks away from game week. I think it may get more loud, and, and we may get some confirmation sooner than later. But 
you know, until that point, it's just hard to get anybody on the record to talk about it. What uh, What did you take away or make of uh, KT, Keaton Thompson, having on that red jersey at practice? Well, from what we were able to watch, man, it seems like they were not wanting him to put any pressure on that right elbow. Mm-hmm. He had a sleeve on it. Um, you know, he went through handoff drills and some running drills um, early in practice when we were there. But then when the throwing section started, he was over there in the corner with other guys in the injury pit. Um, mm-hmm. Nobody knows how serious it is or how minor it is. You know, I, I guess we'll get to see uh, Thursday or Friday if he's back at practice. Uh, obviously, he's in the heat of a quarterback battle, so that's that's probably not what KT wants to be going through right now. But you know, I one part of me says if it was really serious, he wouldn't have been out there at all. But mm-hmm. then the other part of me says, well, he wasn't throwing at all either. So it's just one of those things where we have to wait until more information comes out. Hey, Paul, I got like a minute left, and a question from a listener on our text line says, "Ask about WAP." Devontae Jason, what, where is he in the rotation right now? Well, he he had been with some second team. Uh, he, he's had to miss some time here lately. And supposedly he has a uh, Steve reported on the site today that he uh, he's back home in New Orleans dealing with some family issues. I had heard that his mother was sick, and uh, it's, it's not anything where he's looking to transfer or anything like that. And uh, whenever he he's able to take care of that situation and and things get better, I expect him to be back on the team and practicing again. But, you know, before before his absence uh, this week, he was running some second and third team at receiver. Um, you know, that whole group's being pushed, Matt. I mm-hmm. tell you, that whole group is because you add guys like Isaiah Zuber and Javante Bates to the mix, that makes everybody step up their game and, and try to compete for reps. And that's, that's a good thing, having that kind of competition, especially a wide receiver where we haven't seen that much lately. That's exactly right. Hey, great stuff, Paul. I really do appreciate it, and uh, I'll see you over there in a few days. All right, Matt. All right, thank you. Paul Jones, y'all follow him on Twitter. If you don't already, he is at PJ247Sports. Links on my Twitter feed, at Radio Wyatt. A lot of ground covered. Hey, and listen, for you listening and sending a question, and I appreciate that. My mind was elsewhere. I probably wouldn't have asked him about Devontae Jason. Wop. The receiver, had you not brought it up, and I'm glad I did. I did not realize that he was away from the team right now. But Got a sick family member taking care of that, and then he'll be back later. He is exactly right. I would tell you that, based on what I've seen, watching some practice and stuff, that um, Isaiah Zuber might be the best receiver they have right now. I mean, the competition is thick. We know what Stephen Gidry looks like. He looks like an all-pro getting off the bus. But Zuber just catches everything you put in his wheelhouse. And he looks healthy to me, too. He's a great jump ball guy, too, in the end zone. So I think he's raised the bar a little bit for them at receiver. Feel pretty good, actually, about that position. That's it for Hour 1, Hour 2, coming up in the Farm Bureau studio. Stick around. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show.